Coming up on this week's episode of RSVP. And then they sort of cut his head off. Then they got the brain out. It's like, oh, great. Where someone um, pooed the bed. It's like a, sort of a Bond villain would live. It's like a lair. It's time for a little RSVP. The show full of rats and stories, visions and pains and so much more. With special guests and fun galore. Hotels, destinations, nightmares and dreams. Confessions and everything in between. So sit back, relax, pour a wine or whiskey. Get comfy, cause it's time for RSVP. Welcome back to RSVP, the podcast for event planners looking for inspiration, ideas and industry laughs. Today's episode is brought to you by Atout France and we'll hear a little bit more from them later. So after an extended season break, we are finally back with episode one of season five. So thank you very much for your patience, listeners. And today's esteemed first guest (laughs) on this season is Neil Warburton, Head of Production at Brands at Work. Hello, Neil. Hello, thank you for having me. Thank you so much for being here. So we were just chatting a moment ago about your surname and how I was giving it (laughs) to the guy at the front desk to spell. And uh, he didn't seem to know what Warburton's was. And I was like, guys, come on, Hovis competitor. Wow, it's not taking long for the bread joke to uh, get slid in there, has it? You must get this all the time, right? Daily, daily. So I used to work on a Hovis account in an old job. And yeah, the abuse I used to get. That's so unfortunate, Neil. It's very unfortunate. Well, I tell you what, we're Team Warburton here, so you're going to have a good day, I promise you. It's a premium bread. (laughs) So for any listeners who are new to the podcast, RSVP is an acronym. And the first part of the acronym is, of course, RANTS. So, Neil, what is your rant for today? I've got two today. I've got two rants. Two for the price of one. Two for the price of (laughs) one. It's like a special deal on bread at Tesco. Absolutely. The first one is the uh, sort of the art of a good conversation. I feel is really dying. You know, like I think ever since like COVID, particularly people are hide behind an email. It's a Teams message. It's a Slack. You know, sometimes you need to have a conversation. Our industry is built on relationships, teamwork, camaraderie, and you just get so much much more out of a conversation with a person. We've just. Um, expanded into the states we've got two new highs out there you know like pick up the phone get to know them you know new suppliers out there what's your business model what are your challenges how can we be a better partner for you you can't get that over an email you Definitely. need to just get to know people build those relationships and everything will be better and smoother well all the time recently what i'm getting which is so annoying is i'll call someone up because i'm like you know what? i just want to hear a human voice and i just want to like have a proper conversation where i connect with someone and they'll just be like oh send me an email and just slam the phone down and i'm like guys come on, come on. And it, our industry isn't about that like it's all about connection communication and building those relationships and the better you get to know people the better they'll work the better the output will be and the more fun you have so i'm a big you know, any of the team at Brands at Work, they'll always say Neil's big on communication internally to clients, suppliers. So first rant, pick up the phone, meet people, have a conversation, don't hide behind email. So that's one. 100% agree. What's rant two? Rant two is sunk cost at venues. So, you know, you find your venue, your contract, you know, your venue fee or your venue services, any additional costs, your rigging, your loading times, your load out times, sign, seal, beautiful, move on. 
Yeah, two months down the line. Oh, oh, you want furniture in your production office? Yeah, right, two grand. What a thought, furniture, huh? I know. You want us to let you in for the loading? Do you want us to open the doors for you? Two grand. (laughs) You want to breathe oxygen? Three grand. It's like the cost that you just sort of accumulate throughout the pre-production process, which everybody needs. It just makes budgeting really hard. It's awkward conversations you have to have, and it's just... A waste of time. So it goes back to communication, doesn't it? Just getting all these things nailed at the beginning just makes everything easier. So I'd say they're, they're my two rants. Those are two very good rants. And yeah, I completely agree. Someone just opening a door for you. Oh, cost of fortune. That's absolutely insane. Yeah. Two grand, really? About two grand, yeah. Bloody hell. Unbelievable. The next section is, of course, S for stories. So Neil has got some great stories for us today. Let's start with your favourite destination. Why? My favourite destination is some bit, one I love most is uh, Shanghai, obviously in China. I went out 2019, so before the pandemic. It's just oh, the scale of the place. I mean, it's just I think it's the biggest city in the world. It's enormous. But like the mixture with old and new, they've got this futuristic skyline then the old imperial chinese buildings the food is just most of it so it's very very weird but some of it is just amazing the people are fantastic they're like so friendly lovely love a few beers and a night out just an incredible place and like the services they have out there you know the value you can get the sort of the extreme shopping the extreme food the extreme nightlife everything is just bonkers and it's just such an exciting place it's great to see that it's all opening up again and i you know, really recommend Working out there, putting on an event out there, it's a truly like magical place that I absolutely loved. So China's one of those destinations that absolutely fascinates me. I am desperate to go there. Obviously, I want to do all the like usual stuff, like Great Wall of China, etc. But for me, it's definitely about the cities yeah. because I love Asian cities. So my favourite city in the world is Bangkok because it's so chaotic and so vibrant and there's just so much going on. And I feel like Shanghai would be like that as well. And I guess the other thing as well that would be great for an event or an incentive planner is the level of opulence there. Oh, it's insane. It's so, insane. I mean, a friend of mine is there at the moment and um, she was saying that there's like three YSL stalls in one of the shopping centres and that Dior have made their own beach. It's crazy. I mean, I am not opulent. I mean, I don't know what Dior is. I do I'm not the kind of guy <laughs> Keeping that, it simple like the bread. Oh, that's me. Absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, it's absolutely insane. Like even the upscale venues, the upscale hotels. I mean, the opulence is just incredible, but just the day-to-day living out there is an incredible place. That segues nicely into our next story, Neil, which is your favourite hotel experience. Where and why? Mm, there's plenty. I'd say my favourite is the Alpengold Hotel in Davos in Switzerland. It's like a, sort of a Bond villain would live. It's like a lair built into a big like mountainside, this big gold circular shiny building. It looks insane. And, it, and it's, it's just this opulent, amazing hotel. And they've got this roof terrace. And you're up on the roof terrace. You look right... There's this like beautiful crystal clear lake. You look straight ahead, straight down the Davos Valley into the Alps. You look to your left, there's just a forest. It's just incredible. We put on a um, a big event out there last year. It was one of those moments thinking, my job's bloody great, isn't it? <laughs> look where I am, <laughs> Every mum. day. Look where I am, day. yeah, yeah. And I'm not a social media sort of person, but I sent a lot of photos to a lot of people. I was like, look at me here. But it's just sensational. In terms of putting on an event, it's, it's a challenge. The first time I was there, it was minus 17. Wow. So just like the unload was tricky, getting the you know, the lorries up from Zurich through the mountain pass through into the valley is a challenge in itself. But, you know, it's what keeps us going, isn't it? The challenge, the fact that everything's different, thinking outside the box. 
and the hotel itself is just they've got like a outdoor warm pool and you're just looking out over the Alps just incredible and you were saying earlier Neil you love a bit of a challenge don't you oh, you love a challenge yeah you, know, you don't want every day to be the same and my technical director Phil who probably disagreed with me massively but yeah you want a challenge you want things to test you you want to push the boundaries and if you're not looking for a challenge well, it's not doing your job properly are you? you want to push those boundaries and see what you can do definitely and I just feel like the kind of person who's drawn to the events landscape is just someone who likes to take it a bit further someone who's a bit of a daredevil a bit of a go-getter perhaps even a bit of a bond or a bond villain oh potentially yeah I prefer that to a bread seller so I'll, I'll, take, <laughs> I'll take that This week's podcast is brought to you by Atout France, the French tourism development organisation. An essential destination for the organisation of events, thanks to its expertise and its exceptional choice of venues, Paris is getting ready to host the 2024 Paris Olympics and Paralympics and to offer to visitors and event professionals a whole new experience. And up next, we have your favourite food experience what was it and why is it memorable i'd say my favorite food experience is a big event i put on probably 10 years ago now which makes me feel pretty old um a well-known beer brand we had to create the ultimate football pub which anyone knows me two of my favorite things football and the pub so fantastic like a big conveyor belt bar that was taking around beers we had a load of celebrities working behind the bar and we partnered with um tom carriage obviously the well-known wow. chef and he um put together a menu of like the ultimate pub snacks so it's like venison and duck eggs, scotch eggs. We had like king prawn tempura scampi. It was like wild boar sausage rolls. Just amazing. And Tom was a great guy as well. Good to have a couple of beers with him. But that food experience was amazing. We had a thousand, thousand guests. Everyone loved it. All gone. All sustainable. So fantastic. And one more that springs to mind is looping back to Shanghai. I was out with our local suppliers out there who took me out for like the local delicacy like, oh, once you hear that, you're like, oh my God, I was God, worried. What's it I was worried. Be? I knew it wasn't going to be anything nice. I was like, oh, here we go. And they're sort of <laughs> giggling as they took me. And it's like, oh, they brought out a duck. I thought, oh, great, Peking duck, great. And then they sort of cut his head off. Then they got the brain out. I was like, oh, great, duck brain. And oh, yeah, you have it with popping candy. It's like, all oh, right, fantastic. Yeah, duck brain and popping candy. <laughs> Awful, terrible. <laughs> That's amazing. I loved popping candy as a child. And to be honest, I still love it now as an adult in a child's body. No, child and adult. Child <laughs> in an around. adult's body. Other way around. Okay, <laughs> other way around, other way around. Um, but I feel like now I just, I can't get that image out of my, my own brain now. Just no, the brain and popping candy. I would not recommend it. it. Not recommend. But great, like, great life experience lived it, but I wouldn't recommend trying. But I guess like it's really funny, isn't it? Because every, I feel like every country has at least that one thing where they're like, oh, this is really, really great. And you're just like, why have people chosen to eat this? It's like <laughs> haggis, isn't it, in Scotland? Yeah. Like I, I just would, some people absolutely love it. Or like snails in France. And you just think these poor little creatures that are just innocently like slithering around your garden. <laughs> let's put some garlic butter on them and eat them. Weird. Weird. Not for me. <laughs> Not for me either. <laughs> So next up, we have V for vision. So Neil, please could you describe to me your dream event, no holds barred, anything you want? Yeah, I've thought about this many times with my career. It changes daily. It really does. It's like the whole question, what would you do if you in the lottery? It changes every day what you spend your money on. But I would write, I would have desert island, tropical island, Caribbean, Indian Ocean, small little island. I'd have a really boutique music festival. I'd have craft beer bar, 
gym bar, out of activities like scuba diving, you know, swimming with turtles, jet skis. I'd have it'd just be the best music festival. I'd have Bob Marley do a set as the sun went down. Big firework display. You get helicoptered to different islands for breakfast. It'd be this opulent desert island, really exclusive music festival with amazing drinks, amazing food, and a dead reggae singer as the headline act. Would you get Tom Kerridge to come back and do pub food on a desert island? That would be something. That would be good. I'll give Tom a call actually, see if he's up for it. See if he's up for it. You heard it here first. You have been contracted for the Boutique <laughs> Desert Island Festival by Neil Warburton. Lucky you, lucky devil. <laughs> <laughs> now, last up, we have my personal favourite section of the podcast, which is P for pain. So, Neil, I'm going to read you an anonymous confession that we received. And uh, I'm going to let you just react to it because I'm very intrigued to see what you think. So this is from a lovely event planner who shall remain nameless. Dear Charlotte, we all know someone who has really taken the piss when it comes to freebies <laughs> and handouts on fam trips. I think we can all oh, agree. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Can you think of any in particular that stand out that really... There's a couple. <laughs> There's a couple. Yeah. <laughs> Not going to say. No, no, you don't name names. NDA, NDA. Absolutely. <laughs> this confession isn't about me, thank goodness. That's but, what they all say. <laughs> yeah, literally. Like, it's not me. It's not me, I swear. We did have one last season where someone um, pooed the bed. In fact, we get a lot of ones which are kind of like quite um, visceral in terms of bodily fluids. And the person's wow. always like, oh, it wasn't me. And I'm like, yeah, yeah right. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. My mate. It was my mate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. It was my friend. <laughs> this confession isn't about me, thank goodness. But as I was in charge of all the delegates, it was pretty mortifying. We were staying at a really nice boutique hotel in the English countryside and they could honestly not do enough for us. One delegate took it too far, however. Surprise, surprise. There's always one, there's isn't always there? There's always one. At least one. At least one. At least one. If you're lucky, there's only Absolutely. one. Absolutely. The delegate had rocked up with one too many suitcases for the length of the stay, which had already caused me to question, just how many clothes do you need for a three-day event? But each to their own, and I myself often go over the 23 kg limit on planes. <laughs> Are you guilty of that? Do you I'm not actually. That? I pack devastatingly light. Me too. That's like... 11 kg. Like, I'll go away to, I don't know, Asia or somewhere for a week, and my suitcase is like 9 to 11 kg. Well, there's times I don't even check in a bag and get in hand luggage. Wow. That is I'm one of those guys. That's my dream. That's my dream to yeah, just yeah. like breeze through the airport onto the plane, not have to deal with like checking in or baggage. Efficient. Like, efficient. Efficient. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. You are literally my new hero now. There we go. At least I'm someone. <laughs> On checkout day, I came downstairs and walked in on a terrible altercation between said delegate and the hotel GM. The delegate was gesticulating wildly and the level of her voice was approaching a shout. I wondered what had happened that could have made her so angry and unreasonable. Any guesses at this point? No. No. No, not at all. It could be anything. I really am. <laughs> Taking both of them aside, I asked what the matter was. It transpired that the delegate thought that staying at a fancy hotel is a good excuse to get some laundry done. <laughs> <laughs> normally I would agree with this, normally, but wait. The extra suitcase contained her expensive 
living room curtains, which she had gone to the trouble of taking down, bringing with her and having them laundered and steamed by the hotel. She was incensed that the hotel would expect to be paid for this service. Wow, she needs to pull herself together. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I heard the joke before, but somehow your <laughs> delivery is just like on point. I love that. <laughs> that is just outrageous, isn't it? No, it's like, I, do you know what? I admire the pre-planning. Yeah, I totally. quite admire that in a totally. way. She's pre-planned taking them down. She's folded them up. She's packed them, taken them. You've got to admire that. And also just like transporting, because they were expensive curtains. So I'm thinking like velvet or silk, probably lined, probably pretty heavy. Mm. I have to say hats off to her. Absolutely. Like, you know, because yeah. we do, we get, we do get lots of really great freebies and loads of great perks. So I kind of like, I'm like maybe partially on her side here. If you don't ask, you don't get. <laughs> exactly. Totally agreed. Anyway, so the plan then goes on to say, luckily we were able to resolve the situation, but I was extremely embarrassed as we have a good relationship with the hotel and work with them quite a bit. I now always make sure to stipulate, stipulate that laundry especially soft furnishings from delegates' homes, are very much not included in the perks. Wow. I've never heard one like that before. That is... It's quite incredible, That is quite incredible. It? I love it. You know what I do in that situation? You've brought your curtains to the hotel. <laughs> like, what? what next, right? Next is going to be like her sofa covering or oh, something. who knows? She's really inspired me. I need to up my freebie game. <laughs> Neil, thank you so much for being our guest today. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you. Thank you for having me. Really enjoyed it. Thank you so much. And thank you so much to all our listeners. Until next time.